What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to another edition of EDS Squad After Dark. It is your boy Eli, and this is episode 12. First off, before we get into some things, I just want to say thank you to all that have listened, that have streamed. I deeply, deeply, deeply appreciate it. As you guys know, today... Yeah, today we're going to get into some things today. I have a couple topics. Primarily, we're going to talk about the Lil Nas X situation. We're going to talk about the controversy with the video. We're going to talk about the song. And we're going to talk about his promotion of the video. The Satan sneakers at all. We're going to talk about it. We're also going to talk about Quavo and Sweetie's breakup. And that video that just leaked. As of Wednesday. And guys, some good news. <laughs> We're gonna talk about Cardi B's fifth number one single. Shout out to her. And to wrap it up, we're gonna I'm going to give y'all some facts about the LGBT community. This is EDS Squad After Dark. I'll be right back after this ad break. And we're back. So let's get into this Quavo and Sawiti drama. So as you guys know, they broke up. Um, It was first rumored that they broke up when they um, followed each other on Instagram. And I just want to say, um, what person has time and energy to... Search and find out who's following who on Instagram. Like, I just want to know that. Because uh, <laughs> that's too much time on your hands. But, um, yeah, so the rumors were that they, you know, had broke up. And then Saweetie, you know, confirmed it in a tweet. Um, She wrote, I'm single. I endured too much betrayal and hurt behind the scenes for a false narrative to be circulating. That degrades my character. Um, This comes after she appeared on a TV. It was like a web series on Revolt. I don't know. I'm guessing it's on their channel too. Um, With Justin um, Combs. I don't know the show's title uh, because I really don't get into nigga shit. (laughs) <laughs> no shade but she appeared on the show and i guess it they are you know exes justin and sawidi and i guess throughout the interview it was you know seeming that they were flirting with each other and yeah it just went from that to the unfollow to this tweet um, 
She also wrote, presents don't band-aid scars and the love isn't real when the intimacy is given to other women. So she confirmed that infidelity was a key component in why she left. And um, I, last episode, I already know how I feel about infidelity. I don't agree with it. I don't condone it. Um, for me, a dude can't cheat on me and buy me a gift and think I'm coming back to him, like, at all. <laughs> like, the first time you cheat, you're gone for me. But um, apparently, he this is not the first time he's done it. And um, with him doing it, to get back in, you know, her good graces, he would buy her expensive gifts. So all of those tweets and all, not the tweets, all of those Instagram posts of all of the cars and the bags and all of that stuff, it was because he was cheating and trying to get back in her good graces. So again, we really have to be careful and mindful who we put on pedestals, who we want to aspire to be, who we want couple goals. Um, yeah, I, I that's nothing that I want to be a part of. That's not couple goals for me at all, um, at all. She also tweeted that she emotionally checked out a long time ago and had walked away with a deep sense of peace and freedom and that she's excited for this new chapter of Elevation. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to judge her. You know, she did what she did. And I'm glad that she, you know, realized her worth and she realized that she is beautiful and that she can get a man that will be faithful to her. She doesn't have to settle. Um, and she left the situation. And um, I'm excited to see what single Saweetie is going to look like in 2021. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see how her music and how she approaches her music um, going forward. Um So, okay. So later in that day, Quavo addressed this sweetie. He responded in a tweet as well. And he wrote, you are not the women I thought you were. Um, I know you want to make this into a show. So I'll play my part just this one time. Um, he also wrote that I don't normally put my business out there, especially my personal life. I feel the need to address this so there are no false narratives. Um... Favo, I'm just going to need you to shut up because you did not address anything. You did not say that you cheated. You did not apologize for you cheating. If anything, you just did typical nigga shit, which is cheat, lie about it, knowing that you have done it, knowing that there's probably receipts and evidence that you have done it, but you refuse to take accountability. It's typical nigga shit, and it's honestly just sad at this point. And I'm really happy for Sweetie. Like, if anything, this confirmed why she doesn't need to be with this nigga. Because he cannot admit when he's wrong. Um, He also wrote, I had love for you, and disappointed you did all of that. You are not the woman I thought you were. I wish you nothing but the best. You're mad because she exposed you? 
that's why you're really mad. You're mad that she exposed you. And she has every right to. Because you did not care about her. You didn't care about her emotional state with you going and fucking all these other bitches. You did not care about how she would feel, how her self-esteem would be affected. You didn't care. All you cared about was yourself. And throughout all of this, you still only care about yourself. You can't even apologize and admit that you were wrong in a situation. So, again, Quavo, just shut the hell up. Like, for real. For real, for real, for real. So, um, I think she replied and wrote, take care. Which, for me, just... I gagged because it was just like, nigga, like, you're a joke. Have a good life. And throughout all of that, you know, people got involved. I think one of Quavo's um, family members got involved when it's just like, it just boils down to this. He cheated throughout the relationship. She took as much as she could. And then when it got to be too much, she left. And instead, and the re- I think the reason why she even mentioned this was because she was getting, you know, backlash from the Justin Combs interview. You know, everybody saying, oh, she's with Quavo. She needs to stop being like this, that, and the third. I saw some of the comments. I saw some of the tweets. I know what you guys were saying. And I think she, you know, was like, whoa, like, I'm not even on that type of time. But even if I was on that type of time, I'm single. And this is why I'm single. And, um, again, I wish Sweetie the best. I know that she's going to bounce back from this. Um and I'm just excited to see where she is going to go from here on out. And Quavo, and y'all know Quavo was my fave, you know, like y'all know that. Anybody that knows me knows out of the Migos, Quavo <laughs> was my fave. But it just proves that niggas are niggas and are gonna be ain't shit. So <laughs> with that being said, When we come back, we're going to discuss Cardi B's latest single going number one. This is EDS Squad After Dark, and it is your boy Eli. We'll be back after this. And we're back. This is EDS Squad After Dark. It's your boy Eli. So now we're going to talk about Cardi B. First off, shout out to Cardi B. Her... Latest single up went number one on the Billboard Hot 100 last week. And, you know, I'm excited. I'm so, so, so happy for her. This is number five. Um, I'ma just need y'all to accept the fact that Cardi B is here. Um, I I've been seeing a lot of she doesn't deserve it. This, that, and the third. Uh, 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 uh. At the end of the day, you're saying all of this, but Cardi B is still here. Cardi B is still making music. Cardi B, this, that, and the third. I'm not about to get into it with you guys. I love Cardi B. I love a lot 
of the new girls that is out right now. Like I'm loving Cardi. I love Meg. I love Doja. Um, I love Saweetie. I love the city girls. And I love Nicki Minaj. Like that's my girl. Like what? I just need y'all to, if you don't fuck with Cardi B, if you don't fuck with her music, okay, you don't fuck with it. I just need y'all to just be consistent. Um, Because at the end of the day, her fans are getting her these awards and these accolades through supporting. And like, and it bothers me and it's so, it really doesn't bother me. It's just funny how y'all are so mad that Cardi B is getting all these accolades and this, that, and the third. If you would take the time to do what Barty Gang does for, you know, Cardi, for whoever your fave is, maybe your fave will be getting these same accolades. Because a lot of these fan bases, I'm not going to name any names, but a lot of these fan bases, they get mad at Cardi's success, but when their fave drops a song, it free falls. It flops. Like when I mean, and I don't mean, you know, the song and the, you know, the making and the beat and all that and the lyrics and all that. I mean, the promotion and the selling of the song flops. And then y'all get mad. Start supporting your artists. Start buying their music, streaming their music. If you want your fave to get number one, support. Period. Because at the end of the day, it all boils down to the reason why Cardi B got number one is because her fans supported the song. They brought the song. They streamed it. Radio loved the song. They played it. And she got number one. Like, it is what it is. And also, shout out to Cardi B because Bodak Yellow went diamond. It officially went diamond this month. Well, last month. Because <laughs> I film, I'm filming as of March 31st. And you guys will get it in April. So I, as of filming, it's this month. But when you guys hear it, it'll be last month that she got this award. Shout out to Cardi B. I'm just really excited excited to see what she's going to come up with next. I'm definitely here and ready for the album. Um, Yeah, so shout out to her. And when we come back, we're going to talk about Lil Nas X, y'all. We're going to get into it finally, right? (laughs) When we come back, this is EDS Squad After Dark. And we're back. So the moment we've all been waiting for, right? (laughs) 
Little Nas X, y'all. Little Nas X, Little Nas X, y'all. I, 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 I. So Little Nas X, y'all, he just released a music video for his latest single, Montero, Call Me By Your Name. Y'all, I saw the video, I heard the song, and we're going to get into it. I just want to pull up an article real quick that I found that I clicked out like a dummy. Um, we're going to get into it. I'm going to talk about the song. I'm going to talk about the video and what I think. Um, I'm, we're also going to talk about the Satan sneaker. We're going to talk about it all today. Um, so let's get into the actual video. So, I saw the video, but before I saw the video, um, I didn't even know that he was releasing a song. Like, I'm like for me, a lot of artists, I'm so disconnected with, you know, their social medias and stuff like that. So, I don't be knowing when they, you know, drop. So, when I heard that, you know, Lil Nas X dropped uh, the music video um, in the controversy, I saw it on Twitter. Like, I was going through my Twitter, and I seen there was a hashtag. He was trending. I think it had something to do with Satan. And so it was like Little Nas X Satan or something like that. So I, you know, clicked it, and, yeah, I found out, you know, a lot. And I was like, okay. My first um, thoughts was like, okay, Little Nas, you're – you're you're going a little bit out there. I don't know what's going on because I didn't see the video, guys, at this time. So I'm like, uh, I don't know what's going on, but you know, I'm going to watch the video eventually. I was teeter tottering on if I wanted to do a reaction or if I just wanted to watch the video and discuss it on the podcast. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna do a reaction because if it's you know. At- <laughs> If it's at a left field, I don't want, (laughs) I just don't want my reaction video to just be a lot because, you know, sometimes I can be a lot. Y'all already know how I give and what I give. So I just um, was like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to watch the video. I'm going to talk about it on EDS Squad After Dark. And yeah, that's going to be it. So I ended up watching a video, and um, my first thoughts was like, whoa. Like, it was a lot. (laughs) And I didn't want to judge. I didn't want to judge the video. I didn't want to judge because with me seeing it for the first time, I knew that there was a message in it. I knew that all of this, all of this um, brashness and, you know, bravado and just over the topness, I knew that there was a message in it. So I didn't want to judge it. So I listened, I watched the video and then I started, you know, looking at other reactors and I started, you know, seeing what they thought about it. And um, it was so 
funny because with me watching the reactions, um, there was a reaction with Zach Campbell and Little Nas X. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. You know, I would love to hear from the horse's mouth, so to speak, of what he meant by this video. And um, I watched it and the way he broke down the video, I understood. And with me understanding, I was like, okay, I support this message, but I don't, I'm not really cool with the video. I, I, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus and all of that. And I also believe in the devil. And there's just some things that I personally wouldn't play with. Um, and that's for me, but I, and you know, everybody's different. Everybody, you know, does what they, everybody's an adult. They're going to do what they want to do. But for me, I choose not to do and partake, partake in that type of stuff. I don't, I don't even play around with that stuff. Um, but with the message, I understand so for all these people that didn't understand the message, they didn't understand what the video was given, they didn't know what Little Nas X was trying to portray, I'm going to give you guys a little sneak peek into what he was trying to say. So the video opens up with him in a Garden of Eden-esque scene. Um, and then you see as the video progresses that there is a snake like thing because <laughs> i ain't even gonna lie to y'all that creeped me a little bit out even though i knew it was little not x it was little you know it was a little creepy it was a little creepy so it's given the adam and eve story it's giving that it's obviously not word for word and scene for scene like it it's giving that you know, arena, that ballpark, okay? So what I took from that scene and what was actually confirmed was that it was more so Little Nas X was in his surroundings where he was kind of like, because you see how he's sitting down and he's just playing the guitar and singing the song. So he's very much, you know, regular. He's very much, you know, just him. Even the, even though the, the outfit and everything was a little bit, you know, over the top, it, it, it still was like subdued in a sense. So as the video goes on and it's Lil Nas X and he sees the snake and then the snake actually comes and appears to him, it gave me, uh, and it was later confirmed that the snake was like his gay alter ego in a sense. And it makes sense because if you look at the snake um, attire, you know, it's giving that, you know, you know, the it's just giving that. So I was like, okay, okay, I'm okay, let's let's get into it. So he gets mesmerized by the snake, and then it's like he gives he gives in. So 
I'm Little Nas X, and you know, it was confirmed that the it was like a metaphor of him finally accepting the gay part of him. Okay. So then we get into the Coliseum scene. So what I got from that is that he's out. He's proud because the outfit he was wearing in that scene, he has the pink uh, wig. He has the pink little, uh, was it like a trunks or something? It was some weird, you know, little outfit. And, you know, and the accessories. So it gave like, you know, he's out, he's comfortable, but he's being persecuted because he's out and he is living his life. So you see that everybody is, you know, there's a group of guy or, you know, people with wigs. They got the blue wigs and the blue outfits. And you see the people in the audience, they're made out of stone and they're throwing stones. So basically that scene depicted that he was being persecuted because of the way he lived and the way he chose to live. So with that being said, they started stoning him and he ended up dying. Okay. So y'all are following me. So now we get to the part where he dies and he ascends to heaven because naturally when you die, you're either going to go to heaven or hell if you're a Christian. And is that what you believe? Because I have to also remember that everybody doesn't believe in Christianity. So this is what Christianity, you know, teaches that when you die, you're either going to go to heaven or you're going to go to hell. So and the little Nas was ascended to heaven. And then we see that it was heaven because, you know, we seen like an angel or an angelic being in the clouds. And then all of a sudden it takes a drastic turn, y'all. And he gets on a stripper pole. There's a stripper pole that appears. And his whole outfit, his whole demeanor changed. You know, he has the red wig, the red braided wig. He's um, in thigh, high stiletto boots, <laughs> and he's, you know, in trunks. And then you see the tattoos as well. So he's essentially stripping and on a pole down to hell. The reason why he said that this was what it was, because... Y'all all say that gays are going to hell. And what I mean, you all, I mean, for practically, I'm not just going to give the Christians this because it's just not the Christians. Everybody, for the most part, in every religion, for the most part, believes that gay people are going to hell. Gay people are bad. Gay people are abominations. Gay people are destined for hell. I just have a question for y'all before we even get back into the synopsis of this video. Why are y'all mad? Like, I get it. The, the video was a little bit over the top and it was something that you damn sure didn't think that was going to happen. But why are y'all mad? Especially when you heard the story and you get it. Why are you mad? 
This is what y'all preached to us, especially if you were black and you lived in and you were in the black church. It was rain upon you that if you were gay, if you even you are going to hell. There were just no ifs, ands, or buts. There was no budging. That's just what it was. And so Little Nas X is basically telling y'all, like, y'all already are saying that, you know, when we die, we're going to hell. So let's go to hell on a stripper pole. If you if he is destined for hell, if hell is his final resting place, if if this is what has been taught to him day in and day out in the church, by his family, by his friends, by the society, he figures that, bitch, if I'm going to go to hell, I'm going to go to hell on a stripper pole. And not only am I going to go to hell on a stripper pole, I'm going to be wearing some thigh-high little boots, a red braided wig, and some little skimpy trunks. And, bitch, not only that, I'm going to get to hell, and I am going to twerk on the devil. And if you thought that was crazy, and if that was enough, I'm not only just going to twerk and give the devil a lap dance, I am going to kill him. And when I kill him, I am going to take over. If, if I'm destined for hell, I'm going to go to hell, and I'm going to be the ruler of hell. It's basically what the video was given. And I just want y'all to pick a pick pick an outrage. I just want y'all to pick an outrage. And shout out to the read. Before I did this episode, I was listening to the read, and Kid Fury brought up an amazing, amazing point. Y'all would have been extra, super, super, duper, duper mad if this video was the same concept. But instead of going to hell, he went up to heaven and he twerked on Jesus and he was all over. Yah would have been on fire and rightfully so, because I don't even play with that either. But it, it, it just goes to picking a struggle. Like, what do y'all want to be mad at? Like, y'all already telling us that we're going to hell. So what are you guys really mad at? Like, he's literally telling y'all. That you guys have forever told us that we were going to hell. So instead of, like, I'm just going to accept the fact that I'm going to hell. And I'm going to go to hell on a stripper pole, twerking on Satan and killing him and becoming the devil himself. I, 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 I just need y'all to pick a struggle for me. That's that's what I need for y'all to do. Um Like I said, the song, I mean, the video, before I even get into the song, the video is not my stilo. It's not something that I'm going to be watching every day. It's not something that is going to be in my, is going to be in a rotation. Because that's just not nothing that I play with. But at the same time, I understand the message. I understand what he was trying to get at. I understand where he was going with it. I understand. I just need y'all to pick a struggle. That like it's just like y'all outrage out of everything. It's like damned if you do, damned if you don't type of thing. Like I just need y'all to pick a struggle. I really truly do. As for the song, I'm going to pull up the lyrics. 
because I like the song, y'all. I really do like the song. So let's get into the song. So I love the song. I think I love the beat. I, it, it's really catchy, especially the call me when you want, call me when you need. That part, that hook is like butter. Like one thing I have to say about Little Nas X for the most part, his hooks be like a one is going is going to hook, literally hook you into the song, and that's what it did. On this song, he got a little, like, I love growth. I love um, progression. And I just love that Little Nas X, you know, prior to, you know, he did Holiday. And, you know, Holiday was more geared towards, you know. I don't think, I, I just think he just put it out. I don't think he was like, all right, Holiday is going to be geared towards kids. This is going to be a kid's song. I just think he just put it out and, you know, kids enjoyed it. Just like he put out Old Town Road and kids enjoyed it. I don't think he was like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be a kid's song. It just, it released and kids fell in love with the song. Because if we really want to be technical, Old Town Road is technically not a kid's song. There's themes and there's things in that song that are for adults. And um, I just need y'all to be parents. I'm just going to talk about that before we get into the um, lyrics. That brings me to this. I need y'all to be parents. I'm tired of celebrities having to... Y'all have this weird obsession that celebrities are role models. Celebrities are not role models. You are the role models for your children. I, I just need y'all to get that. You are the role models for your children. Cardi B is not a role model. Little Nas X is not a role model. Nicki Minaj, these are not role models. I don't know how many times they have to tell you that for you to understand and get that. You, if you do not want a song, if you do not want a video to be in your child's view, you have to take the steps to do that. Because guess what? At the end of the day, kids are going to see. Like, when I was young, y'all, I was grown. And my, I, so I thought. Aaliyah, Usher, I knew nice and slow going to preschool. Why was my preschool last singer? I'll freak you not, I will. I freak, like, we have to get to a point where kids are going to probably see this. And back then, we didn't have social media. Back then, we didn't have Facebook, we didn't have YouTube, we didn't have none of that. Nowadays, we have all of that. And I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. These kids be knowing the internet. They be coming out the womb knowing the internet and social media. They be knowing how to get into phones. They be like, these kids are more advanced. I just think sometimes it's it it just it's just like that where things are going to be coming out and your kid may see it because you know just that's just how the world is at this moment. I just think you guys need to have honest conversations with your kids. I think you need to. 
And if you can monitor your kids, I think you need to monitor them. You need to not look for a Cardi B. You need to not look for a Little Nas X to be a role model. Because guess what? They're grown. And with them being grown, they can do what the fuck they want to do. Like, I I just need y'all to get that. Be parents. Monitor your kids. Your kids is bad as fuck anyways. Like, let's keep it a buck. A lot of y'all that are up in arms about Little Nas X and, oh, my God, it's the kids. Y'all kids kids are already bad as hell. Y'all already raising hellions. Y'all already, like, I I just need y'all to just say, you don't fuck with him. And move on. We don't need commentary. We don't need. We don't need all of that. We just need to you to just say, I don't. Okay, that wasn't for me. That's not for me. It is what it is, and keep it moving. Because all this extra shit, y'all don't have no room to talk. You really, you truly, truly don't. So I'm just gonna need you to shut the fuck up. So about the lyrics, it's very. It's giving me, you know, now Little Nas S is more comfortable in his sexuality. You know, he starts talking about a dude that he wants to be with. <laughs> um, like, for instance, you're cute enough to fuck with me tonight. Looking at the table, all I see is weed and white. Baby, you're living the life, but nigga, you ain't living right. Um, you know, he he's, he's getting into his, you know, he's finally free. And I just love seeing that. What am I, I admire um, the most about this whole situation, about the video, about the song, is that he is comfortable in himself. I, 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 <laughs> I wish I was at 21. Because, guys, I didn't come out the closet until I was 23, 24. And I wish at 21... I was that comfortable to not only come out, but be comfortable enough to not give a fuck what not one of y'all bitches have to fucking say and just be me. I wish that I can be like some of y'all that don't give no fucks. Like the Zaya Wades. Like I wish I was that young and I was just like, so I have nothing but love for for Little Nas X and for you know all of these kids actually being more in tune and actually not giving a fuck what y'all have to say and being true to themselves. I, I live I live for it. Like there's nothing that you can say. There's nothing that you can. There's just nothing you can say to me to get me to not agree with that I'm, I'm i'm sorry i really am like i said the song was a bop the video i, I get the message i understand the message and i agree with the message a hundred percent but for me the video is you know it's not my it's not my stilo i'm not into like playing with entities and and yeah, I'm not even into like horror and scary movies. Like, let's get a little bit basic. Like, I'm not even into stuff like that. Like, I didn't grow up on it. You know, my mom definitely monitored to the best of her ability. Because like I said, I was going to pre-K singing Nice and Slow by Usher. <laughs> so, like I 
she monitored as much as she could. Like, kids, there was no MTV, there was no BET playing. I didn't discover MTV and BET probably until I was around a teenage age. I was like 13-ish is when I first started watching um, MTV and I'll never forget it, The Real World, Philadelphia was on around that time. And I just, ever since then, once I landed on MTV and BET, there really was nothing that my mom could do when it came to monitoring. Like at that time, I was now starting to be introduced to adult things. And I came out, you know, for the most part, okay. (laughs) But I just need y'all as parents to really be parents and stop looking for celebrities to be parents. Um, I really need y'all to do that. And I need y'all Christians to really pick an issue. I, I, I really do. I really do. So continuing on with the little Nas X situation and the controversy... Um, he also made a shoot to promote the song in a single. Um, he teamed up with a company named Mischief. Um, it's a small Brooklyn-based company. And he um, linked up with them. I, I, I guess they customized shoes. And, you know, he linked up with them to create a Satan shoe, um, which is a ninth. It's a 97, you know, Nike Air Max. Um, it's black with um, 666 on it. It also has um, Luke 10, 18, which all you Bible scholars out there should know that um, Luke 10, 18 is basically talking about Satan being overthrown in heaven. Um it also has a pentagram and a upside down cross on as well. And the kicker, the kicker, y'all, there is a drop of human blood in the soul. Um, I ain't even gonna hold y'all. I thought this was when it first was announced. I thought he was trolling. <laughs> I know. I really thought. He was trolling because, as you guys know, Lil Nas X is a humongous troll. Um, so I thought it was a troll. I really did. And then when I found out that, you know, he only made 666 pair to coincide with the 666. Um, and they were to be sold for a thousand, one thousand dollars and eight, one thousand dollars. Yeah, it's. A thousand and eighteen, which I don't got time to be politically correct. Y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say. <laughs> but for real, um, he sold this. So, and guys, they sold out in like less than a minute. Like, ugh. When I found out that this was actually true, I was like, he's going a little bit too far. Um, Again, I don't play with entities. 
So now we're getting into the the realm of you creating a Satan shoe with Satan imagery and Satan ideologies with the six 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 and the and the Bible verse and the drop of blood. Like it just got to be too much for me. And I I go back and forth when it comes to the outrage. Like I get it, you know, people don't play with entities and you know and especially like this is, you know, over the top. But I also have to realize that It's a shoe. And <laughs> yeah, that's simple, right? It's a shoe. And though it has all of that satanic imagery and ideologies associated with it, I didn't buy it and I'm not going to wear it. So at the end of the day, I really can't, I really can't be too mad because it's something that I'm not going to wear. It's something that I, I, I'm I not damn sure not going to buy. So it's just, we have to start getting to a place where, yeah, we get it. It was over the top. He did too much. But is it like we have more real and pressing things to worry about? Like we still are in a pandemic and we 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 and people are still really not caring like atlanta <clears throat> so to just wrap this all up i just need everybody to just pick a struggle pick one <laughs> no for real i just i just i don't know for me i understand the message i agree with the message wholeheartedly it's not my stilo as the video is concerned in a Satan sneaker. I don't play with that stuff. I don't play with the devil. I don't play with entities. And that's just me. Um, but I'm not going to get up in arms for people that are going to spend their money and their, like, that That has nothing to do with me. So I, I can't worry about it. You know, I have too many pressing things in like real life and real time to to be doing that. And um, that's pretty much it. Like, I just need Christians to pick a struggle. I need parents to actually be parents instead of, you know, looking for celebrities to be parents. I need y'all to actually step up to the plate for once. And, yeah, I just need people... To get their shit together. And little Nas X, I commend you. I applaud you. And I am just excited for what is going to come next from you. Um, I think everybody now is going to be like, okay, little Nas X, what is he gonna do next? What is he gonna do next? What what what? How is he going to shake it up this time? I'm excited for the album. It's coming this summer. I love the song. 
you know, besides the video, I love the song. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it with Little Nas X. When we come back, we're going to talk about, you know, marijuana, y'all. We're going to talk about that weed. And then we're going to talk about some LGBTQ facts and opinions and stuff like that. This is EDS Squad After Dark. This is your boy, Eli. We'll be right back. And we're back, y'all. We're back, we're back, we're back. Before I get into what I want to talk about real quick, again, I just want to shout out to all my squad members, all my upper elites. I just want to say all my people that, you know, are subscribed to my YouTube channel and that mess with my YouTube channel, I just want to say that, guys, I have not forgotten y'all. I really have not. Um... I can't forget y'all. Y'all are the birth of EDS Squad. So for me to forget y'all, that's crazy. And I still have a lot, a lot of work to do when it comes to the channel. So please, please don't be discouraged. Don't be dismayed. I will be coming back and I'm coming back with a vengeance. Um, I, I'm going to keep it a buck. Um, I've been in this game for about three, four years, and I want to elevate, and I want you guys to elevate with me. And with that being said, I would be, I would be a little, for me, this is me personally, so if you're a content creator, don't take this the wrong way. But for me, I would hate myself to come back and to have the same visuals, the same sound, the same editing that I had for three years already. Like, at some point, it's it, it's behooves. So this goes out to all my content creators. At some point, it behooves us to elevate. We need better sound, better lighting, a better camera. Let's, if you're in the backdrops, get a green screen. We have to start elevating. And yes, I know that all comes with money. And a lot of us, when we first start out, money is something that we can't even we can't even that's something that's just not there and i understand that believe me i understand that but th there's a saying an old saying that has been going around forever and it's in order to make money you have to spend money and that's my philosophy and that's where i'm that's where i'm at now and so with that being said eds squad tv it's coming back real, real soon. By the summer, I will be back. And when I am back, it will not look like previous EDS squad. And that's no shade to me. Because, again, I worked with what I had. And I, for the most part, worked extremely well with what I had. 
you know, I did a lot. I learned a lot. But now it's time to take it up a step. So you guys heard it first. When EDS Squad TV comes back, it will be back very different from where prior. And I'm excited. I have this new zeal. I have this new excitement. And I'm 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 just ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the videos. I'm ready for you know Eli's Hour of Power, which shameless plug, Eli's Hour of Power will be coming this summer. It is another podcast where I will talk about mental health issues that plague our African American communities and the LGBTQ community as well. I will be talking about things from sexism, racism, homophobia, transphobia, toxic masculinity, many, many more topics, anxiety, depression. This is going to be a a podcast that you are not going to want to miss. I I, I really, really, really believe in my heart. Um, I'm going to have guests, not a lot, because y'all already know how I get down. I'm I'm very much me, me, me. But I'm learning that I have to start branching out and have to start trusting people. And I'm excited. I have a few guests. I have a couple on my, you know, hopeful list. Um, but for the most part, I have a, a few guests and we're going to talk about topics. We're going to talk about the, we, this podcast is going to uplift. It's going to heal. And it's going to inform. And that's what I am most excited about. I, I, this is my baby. I'm not doing this for money. Like this podcast will not be monetized at all because I just feel like there's other ways to make money. There's there's going to be other ways that I am going to make money. And this is just something that I don't I, I just feel like doesn't need to doesn't need to have money attached to it. So it's so I'm doing this off the strength of bettering. That's not a word. So don't, you know, don't come for me. <laughs> but I'm all here for strengthening and informing our communities. We have to get to that point. And with that being said, let's get into weed. So I live in New York, y'all. I live in New York. I'm a New Yorker. And today, as of today, when I'm filming on Wednesday, March 31st, Andrew Cuomo officially signed legislation to legalize recreational marijuana in New York State. Woo-hoo! First of all, I'm, I'm excited. Okay, if y'all don't know me, I'm a I smoke weed. You know, I do. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy it because it relaxes me. It calms me. I'm a person that goes a mile a minute. I'm I'm a person that's very impulsive, and I'm I'm my mind races like no other. And when I'm under the influence, it slows it down a lot. And I'm able to be able to focus on one thing and one task at a time instead of 
starting this task and then doing something else. Like I'm centered. And not only that, it helps with pain. Um, you know, I have aches and pains like, you know, normal people do. And, you know, it helps. It definitely does help. And I just, I just, I just feel really good with it. Um, and I know other people have either similar stories or stories where weed helps with their, their you know, diseases or issues that they have. You know, it's good for people that have uh, behavioral disorders and it helps people that have chronic pain. So weed is not all bad. And I think in 2021, the stigma of marijuana has reduced really low. And I like to think that has to do with the mainstream. You know, a lot of celebrities, a lot of entertainers, they are either weed smokers or they have bought into weed, meaning they have brought into the dispensaries. They have, you know, created their own strains and stuff like that. So I think nowadays weed is more commercially acceptable. So it, it's just a matter of time. And I, me living in New York, I was always like, okay, Cuomo, you're doing everything. You 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 doing you you renaming bridges, you you you're hiking up taxes, and you, you you're doing all of this. When are we gonna have legalized weed? I mean, Massachusetts has it, Vermont, Pennsylvania. Like, when are we gonna be next? <laughs> like for real. And you know. It's always been said, you know, through Cuomo that he always want he that's on the agenda. He wants to legalize it. He wants to legalize it. It got to the point where it was just like, you say it every year and it doesn't happen. We're tired. But, um, you know, officially, as of Tuesday evening, the Senate voted. And it was 40 to 23 to pass the legislation. And then the Assembly had to vote as well. And they voted 100 to 49 in favor of the bill. And since, you know, New York is the next state to be legalized, they are officially the 15th state in the country to have been, to now have legalized weed for recreational use. Um, and also, you know, DC as well, um, legalized weed. Um, what I want to happen with the legalization is I really want um, them to go back and start getting these people that have been locked up for years upon years because they have weed in their possession. I need y'all to start, you know, righting the wrongs that y'all have done. It's nice that y'all have, you know, officially... Le starting to legalize it now we have to start going back and go okay these are the people that we have given 15 and 20 years for having weed on them we have to you know right the wrongs in that as well so that's what i'm hoping um also comes from this 
Um, it's saying that uh, it won't come. It won't go into effect. Um, but they said between one and two years. Because they have to um, go back and they have to go through um, a budget. They have to, you know, put out the criteria for people that ha that want to get into the business and create dispensaries and stuff like that. They have to go through and fine print and fine tune, you know, regulations and laws and they also have to come up with a system when it comes to people that drive under the um, influence of marijuana because they don't have any testing they don't know the limit and so they, they have a lot of work to do before you know it becomes an official you know legalization but i am excited that they have finally you know signed it when it does become legal. I will, you know, from time to time, go to a dispensary from time to time. But I really, truly want to grow my own. Um, I don't like, um, I, I, I really don't like the going to get it from people. Like, that's just not me. Like, I, I don't like hitting up dudes to get the bud, hitting up your drug dealer to get like, cause sometimes they don't be around forever. Sometimes they wait 500 years to text you back. Sometimes they be out. Like I just want to grow my own. So with this legislation, you will be able to grow at least three plants three plants you'll be able to grow on your own, but you will not be able to sell, okay? So you will be able to grow your own, but you cannot sell because you're not a dispensary. And um, I just, because it's hard, y'all. I've heard that it's really, really, really hard to start up a dispensary. So I'm just um, hoping that we could have at least one African American, like that would be so dope if we get a black owned dispensary. I don't care where it's at in the state. I don't care if it's in the city. I don't care if it's in Buffalo, Albany, Syracuse. I'm going because I, 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 I you don't see that, and it, it, it will, it'll literally be a full circle, a full circle moment. So I'm excited. All my weed smokers in New York, I know you guys are excited as well. And with that being said, we're going to go to the next topic. We're not going to go to commercial. We're going to go or add, excuse me. We're going to go straight into our next topic. So I got this um, article. Um, I got it off the Case Western Reserve University um, website. And... Sexual orientation myths and facts. A lot of people have heard things about the gay community through word of mouth. Um, and a lot of that stuff is not true. 
And I just want to tell y'all, I just want to be a, a person that informs. So with that being said, one of the <laughs> one of the main myths is lesbian, gay, and bisexual people can be identified by certain mannerisms or physical characteristics. Meaning, you can clock a gay, lesbian, or bisexual person by the way they look and by the way they talk or move. That is a myth. Because gay people, they come in all shapes and sizes, y'all. We come, like, there's masculine gays, there's feminine gays, there's you know, gays that are more androgynous, meaning that they, you know, are very fluid with what they wear. There's some that, you know, know that they're, you know, who they are and they dress like who they are, meaning they dress like a man. And um, they're just, we're just so different. Like, I, I some, you know, have more of a softer voice and some of them have you know a harder voice like it, it we all come in different shapes and sizes and i just want you guys to realize that um another myth is early sexual experiences are indicative of one's sexual orientation as an adult meaning Having sex with women early on in life is an indicator that there are going to become they're going to be straight. And I want to let y'all know that's not true. A lot of gay, lesbian, bisexual, especially, of course, because they like both. But a lot of people in the community. They have had heterosexual experiences. But guess what? They're still gay. They're still lesbian. And they're still bisexual. Okay. 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 And um, another myth is that we know what causes sexual orientation. I guess I think that's one that's kind of self-explanatory, um, which is a myth. Um, there, People like to do the science thing. They like to use it. There really is no real true bl blueprint. I mean, for me personally, I can only speak on personal experiences is that I always knew, like, I always knew that females weren't, like, I could be friends with girls and females, but I just knew that that's where it kind of ended, you know? I And with guys, like, I did, when I was young, 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 like, you know, elementary age, I knew that I didn't like girls in that way, but I didn't really know that I liked the guys. I just knew that I was different. I didn't realize that, you know, I was like attracted to dudes until I was in middle school. 
And um, of course, that you know, that's puberty age. That's you know when hormones and stuff are involved. And um, yeah, but I always knew I was different. I always knew that I wasn't like other guys, other men. And um, yeah, so that you guys have to realize that you know it's not a choice, y'all. Like we were born this way. Like we were born different, and um, you guys have to understand that and get it through your head. You know, everybody's not the same. Um, a fact. Let's get into some facts, y'all. A fact is sometimes oppression based on sexual orientation escalates into acts of physical violence. That is a fact. In surveys, lesbian, gay, and bisexual people, in a survey of, you know, gay, lesbian, bisexual people, I read that too fast, y'all. <laughs> 52, between 52 and 87% have been verbally harassed. And between 21 and 27% have been pelted with objects. 13, between 13 and 38% have been chased and followed. And between 9 and 24% have been physically assaulted. Y'all, people, even though it's 2021 and things are a little bit better, people are still being gay bashed. People are still being assaulted. People are still being harassed. Some people are, are being killed even because of their sexuality. And trans women, especially black trans women, are being murdered at an alarming rate. But we'll talk about more of that in Eli's Hour of Power, yeah. We'll get into why that is. Um, fact. The majority of child molesters are heterosexual men, not lesbian, gay, or bisexual people. In a study, and it says almost all studies show that over 90% of child molestation is considered by someone that identifies as a heterosexual man. That is true. And we're going to get into that at Eli's Hour of Power as well. We're going to talk, I'm, like, y'all don't understand. We're getting deep, like, so I hope you guys are ready. Um, and as a fact. Homosexuality is not a type of mental illness and cannot be cured by psychotherapy. Which is true. Although homosexuality was once thought to be a mental illness, the American Psychiatric and Physiological Association no longer considers it to be one. Psychiatric and physiological attempts to cure lesbians and gay men have failed to change the sexual orientation of the patient. These treatments may help change sexual behavior temporarily, but can also cause emotional trauma. So all y'all out here... All y'all parents out here sending y'all kids to conversion camps and pray away gay gay away camps and we don't fuck with the sissies and punks and all of that stuff. It, 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 it's not helping. What you're doing is actually causing more trauma and more pain. Uh, that you know your child that you know you said that you love, 
but you just can't accept that he's not like you and like other guys. It's time for us to get to a point where we're all not made the same. We're all not, we all don't like the same things. And that's fine and that's okay. Just respect. It's all about respect, y'all. It's all about respect. And that does it for that portion. Y'all, today has been a lot. And I just want to say this before I go. All my gays, I just want to let y'all know that... There's going to be times where you're going to be in spaces that require you to be an ally. I need I need allies. And what I mean by that I mean, we can't be sitting around crying for change and we're not helping. If we want change, if we want society to see us and look at us in a different light, we have to be out there every day making our voices heard making sure correct information is being told i talked about it last week with the little mama situation we can't live in ignorance anymore we can't if the, but if that's what you want to do you do that over there you don't bring the ignorance and you don't spread it that's the problem I have. We have to get to a point where we have to grow up and we have to we have to grow up and we have to see things in different lights. It's okay. If something makes you uncomfortable, say that. Let's grow. Let's let let's get out of that uncomfortability. Let's get comfortable. That little Nas X video, y'all, that was a lot. It made a lot of us uncomfortable, but we needed to that uncomfortability. It's time to start informing. It's time to start talking. Start. It's time to start changing narratives. Because there's always been this narratives when it comes to gays that we are sick and twisted, that we lust after little kids, which I don't even know how that even goes together. But okay. Um, it doesn't even make sense to me. It's just so many stupid ideologies. Oh, we're all destined to either burn in hell. 
well, we're destined to burn in hell. And then also we're destined to catch HIV and just live this sad, miserable, diseased, lonely life. We have to get out of that ignorance, y'all. And it takes gays, first and foremost, that are unbashingly themselves and that don't give a fuck what anybody has to say and to spread that message. And then it also takes our allies in the heterosexual community to tell your fellow brothers and sisters, like, no, this is not how it is. This is not what is giving. So it takes it takes a village, y'all. That's all I'm trying to say. It takes a village. And I'm going to wrap this up, y'all. I had a, an amazing time today. I hope you guys enjoyed this edition of EDS Squad After Dark. I will be back next week. Same time. Same place. I live for all y'all. Love y'all. Before you go, y'all, I just want to say, don't forget to tell everyone about EDS Squad After Dark. We are on all platforms, all podcast platforms, Apple Music, Google Playlists, iHeartMedia. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And also, if you guys go to www.anchor.fm slash EDS Squad After Dark. You can go to my page and support any, any contribution will be greatly appreciated. And this is what's going to help keep the lights on here. I love you all. I live for you all. And I thank you guys for watching. Till the next time.